you probably already know this, but your clutter and your mess inside your home and in your car and at work is causing you stress. And on today's episode, I'm going to share with you seven reasons why all the mess in your life is causing you stress. But before I dive into today's show, I want to share this review from a listener. Love how you teach. You take something that can feel daunting, like tackling my junk drawers, and literally break it down into manageable steps. You even anticipate my habit to get distracted and share how to avoid it and stay on track so I can complete the task and in less time. Really helpful content. Thank you. And thank you, Rebecca Tabbert, for that amazing review. It is so helpful to know how this podcast is helping you. And the only way to know that is to have reviews. So will you do that, friend? Will you leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or wherever you're listening? That's the only way that I'll know that the content I'm sharing is beneficial for you. Plus, it also helps to support me, this podcast, and my small business. Will you take the time to do that for me today? I would greatly appreciate it. All right, now back to our podcast for today. Seven reasons your clutter and your mess causes you stress. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. years ago when Jared and I moved to a new house in a town over from the town that we grew up in, he took a job as a youth pastor. And it was the first house that we lived in that wasn't, that I didn't consider like a small, tiny house. It was actually a pretty large house being over 2,000 square foot. We were young parents. We had three babies at the time. And they were becoming toddlers and they were walking around, had lots of toys and lots of crafts because I was trying to homeschool them in preschool. And I just remember not being able to keep up with all of the stuff, all of the clutter. And I used to call it their droppings. They would drop things here and there. And I found myself constantly bending over to pick up their droppings all throughout the house. And I thought, how can I solve this problem? And I thought, okay, well, can I have a live-in nanny? And I really, really wanted and considered hiring a live-in nanny. But at the time, of course, we were, be- we were young parents and our funds were limited. And of course, I couldn't have a live-in nanny. And I thought, surely there has to be another way for me to stay on top of all of this and not feel so overwhelmed by the clutter and by the mess. 
They were so little at the time, and of course I was trying to teach them good habits and tidying up and cleaning up after themselves, but it just felt overwhelming. All of this stuff, all their toys, all of their crafts and their projects, and it was just everywhere. So I thought the next best solution would be to downsize our living space. So after Jared stepped down from being a full-time minister, we didn't really know where we wanted to settle down, so we moved into an RV. And it was a very small RV at just 100 square feet. So what did we do? We tossed and ditched all of our stuff, and I gave each of the kids a small little bin to keep their toys. And guess what? That solved the problem. We didn't have a lot of things to manage. I didn't have a lot of things to pick up all of the time. And we didn't have a lot of space to put everything. So we had to clean up our mess right away or it would just become overwhelming. Well, that only lasted a year and a half. And then we moved into our current home, which is again, over 2000 square feet. And again, I found myself overwhelmed with all of this stuff again. So what did I do? I turned to becoming a minimalist. Well, living in an RV actually taught me how to become a minimalist. But I learned that just because I have the space doesn't mean that I need to fill up the space. And moving into this great big house, I felt the only way to make it cozy would be to fill it up again. So I just refused to do that. I left the walls bare. I left the floor bare. I kept our furniture to very, very minimal. And the kids, I just got rid of anything that they didn't play with. So it created this natural, minimal lifestyle for us. And I found it so much easier to keep up with the home management. I wasn't bending over and picking up their droppings all of the time. Yes, they're a little bit older now, and yes, they can clean up after themselves, but at the same time, I don't want to be reminding them to do that all of the time. So we've just minimized our stuff, so it removes my need to have to keep up with it and removes their need to have to keep up with it, and then in turn, removes my need to have to remind them to keep up with it. So you see how having excess clutter And the mess, well, having the excess clutter creates the extra mess. And then what does it do? It creates the extra stress. So I'm going to share with you seven reasons why your mess is causing you stress, why your clutter and your mess is causing you stress. You probably already know that it is, but I'm going to share with you and break down the things that it's actually creating in you and what it's causing, what it, how it's causing you stress. So number one, your clutter and your mess is distracting you. I've talked about this on previous episodes where when kids are in school and there's just lots of visual clutter all over the walls, it's very distracting for them and how they can't focus on the task at hand. When you have extra clutter around your house, it's a lot of visual clutter, okay? You walk from one room to the next and you have just lots of stuff everywhere that's distracting you from the reason why you walked into that room. Am I right? How many of you have walked from one room to another room and then just stood there thinking that you're going to be able to jog your memory of why you came into that room in the first place? 
Friends, our clutter is very, very distracting. It distracts us from completing the tasks that we need to complete because I don't know if you're like me, I'll start one project and I, or one task in my home and then I'll see this other task and I'll start doing that without finishing the task that I had originally started with. Friends, our clutter is very, very distracting. Imagine living in a home that's super minimal or minimal enough for you to be able to handle. Okay, I've talked about capacity, living within our capacity before on the show. I'm not saying you have to live in a home that's completely bare walls, very sterile and just all white cabinets and white walls and you know, very 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 sterile environment. What I'm saying is you have to get to the you have to pull back all of the layers of your clutter to the point and to the level at which you can handle. We all have different capacities. My capacity is very very low. I can think of an entire cabinet right now that I'm keeping stuff that I'm really not using, especially for my business. Sometimes a lot of papers and things that we're um, hoping to use one day or we're hanging on to them because we might use them. This happens with also crafty stuff that we think we want to get into or our hobbies. We hold on to them wishing for one day. Friends, it's so much better when we just get rid of that stuff now and take away the guilt that we that those things are are burdening us with. So that brings me to the next point. The next reason why your clutter and your mess is causing you stress is it is creating guilt. It's creating guilt for you. You see the books that you purchase that you're not reading or you haven't read. How many of y'all are book book hoarders and you're not actually reading the books? Friends, I know I don't have time in my life right now to read books other than I do like to read at night. I have created a nightly routine instead of scrolling on my phone mindlessly and not, you know, getting anything accomplished in my brain. My brain's like on hyperdrive when I'm continuing to scroll. Your brain actually does that. It, it, It creates stimulus and it creates this hyperdrive to where you can't settle down. You think I'm going to veg out and get on my phone and get on social media and scroll. It doesn't do that. So I've created a routine, a nightly routine where I read something that's calming, something that's very relaxing. And sure enough, within five minutes, I'm ready to go to sleep. So try that. Switch out your phone for your bedtime routine and get a book. I like to check them out from the library. I don't even buy books. I check them out from the library because I think, well, they're free. They're free. And I love the nostalgia of going to the library. It gives me memories of when my mom used to take me to the library as a child. And I'm taking my children and creating those memories with them. So if you haven't visited a library in person lately, make that your goal this week. Instead of buying the books that you know you're not going to read... That's not the season of life that you're in right now. Do a subscription to Audible. That's what I do right now because I know that it's so much easier for me to digest a book and to get it in by listening it, listening to it as I wash dishes, as I'm driving down the road. I love reading books and I have all of these aspirations to read all of these books, but I know that that season is just not for me right now. I'm just not going to be able to consume numerous books in the season that I'm in. 
So let's talk about other things that make you feel guilty. Okay, clothes that you have worn, clothes that you have, no, clothes that you have purchased that you may have spent a lot of money on. And you're holding on to these clothes because you feel guilty because you spent so much money on them. Or clothes that you've kind of outgrown. We used to say that when we were kids, we've outgrown clothes, but you're, you've gained a little bit of weight and you're holding on to these clothes thinking that you're going to be able to get back into them. Well, well, why would you want to do that? If you lose the weight, why wouldn't you want to just treat yourself to new clothes? By the time you lose the weight, it's going to be a completely different season. It's going to be a completely different, you know, lifestyle that you're, that you're in. So just get rid of it now. Other things that create guilt are food. You might have stocked up on food in your pantry and you feel guilty for buying it and not using it. Waste is waste. If you are not using something, it is waste. If you throw it away or donate it to somebody, it's still waste, but now it's given you room in your house and you're not having to look at it anymore and feel guilty about it. So our clutter and our mess creates guilt for us. Reason number three is it is a time suck. There's no better way for me to say that than it just sucks your time away from you. It just steals your your time. If you have clutter and you have mess, what are you constantly doing? You're constantly managing that clutter and the things that are creating that clutter and the things that are creating the mess in your house. So imagine living a life, living a more minimal life, that doesn't have the clutter and it doesn't have the things that create the mess, are you going to be managing and cleaning up the mess as much? No, you're not. And then again, you're going to know exactly where everything goes because everything's going to have a neat and tidy home and you're going to train your family to return the, return the things where they're supposed to be. So it's going to solve the problem of creating the mess in the first place. Clutter, let's define what clutter is to begin with. Clutter is anything that is not useful, that is not purposeful, and that doesn't have a designated place in our home. It creates anxiety. It creates stress. Okay, so that is what clutter is. Anything that is not useful to your life. So we got to tackle the clutter. So we're getting rid of a lot of our stress when we come home. All right, reason number four that your clutter and your mess is causing you stress. It creates confusion. Now, I just talked about this a little bit in in reason number three. Confusion in you don't know where to put everything. And that's what I get a lot from a lot of clients is they don't know where to put everything. Well, a lot of the things, a lot of their things, they need to just put it right into the trash or the donation pile, okay? But all the things that you have in your home, you're so confused about where to store them, how to store them. You you want to get more organized with your life and you don't know how and it's just creating a lot of confusion. All right. When you remove the extra and the excessive, everything just naturally falls into a place. It's going to feel natural to put your pants on the shelf where they're supposed to be instead of leaving them in the chair in the dirt in the clothes pile. It's going to feel, start feeling natural to return your shoes back to your closet or on the, the shoe shelf that's outside your front door. It's going to feel natural because you're going to be able to have a visual, you're going to have clear visual spaces to be able to see what's available for you to be able to store things on. 
So your clutter and your mess creates a lot of confusion when you don't know where to put things. Number five is it creates excessive stimuli. So I talked about this a little bit in reason number one, that it, that all the things everywhere can be really distracting. So when you have excessive stimuli, you never give your mind a chance to rest. Your eyes absorb and soak in everything. And when whatever your eyes see, your brain has to process that. It is naming everything. It is naming. Whenever you look around your room, your 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 eyes and your brain is naming every single thing that it sees. When you don't have bare spaces or tidy spaces in your home, you never give your your eyes and your brain a chance to rest. So Let's get rid of the clutter and decrease the extra stimuli that you see when you walk in your home. There's so much in our life bombarding us and coming at us all all the time anyway. We need to create a space in our home that is our sanctuary. That is the best way to describe what I like to create for people. A home that is like a haven. It's like a sanctuary where you feel just relax and you feel at peace and you feel at ease. Wouldn't you love to come home to a place like that? Instead of when you walk in the door, everything just screams at you for you to tidy up or for you to pay attention to like the plant. Okay. If you're not a plant person, just don't get plants. If you want to be a plant person and you're like forcing yourself to be a plant person, accomplish your tidy habits first before you take on the hobby of plant keeping. Because what you're going to do is your plants are going to yell at you and they're going to say things like, water me, fertilize me, take care of me, put me in the sun. Friends, we need to decrease the amount of things in our home that are yelling at us for us to tend to them. Can you imagine our plants yelling at us to water them? But seriously, the books that you don't read, they are they are basically telling you, hey, you need to read me. Or the bill that's still on the counter that you didn't take care of right away, it's telling you, hey, you didn't pay me. You need to take care of me. So all the extra stimuli or stimuli is constantly talking to us and telling us to pay attention to it. So let's decrease the amount of things that need our attention. Number six, it hinders our productivity. Now, friend, you have probably experienced this firsthand. You you get distracted and you can't finish the task because of your constant distractions. My, my husband calls me sidetrack Sally. <laughs> Literally tonight, I asked him about, it's probably about six o'clock and he's, you know, kind of under the weather right now. And I asked him if he wanted me to make him an oil capsule, a natural remedy oil capsule. And he said, yeah, he was laying on the couch and he said, yes, I would love that. Well, I go into the kitchen, you know, my task was to make him an oil capsule. Well, I start making dinner. I start making dinner and then I start, you know, getting my oils class that I'm doing online on Facebook on Tuesdays. I get that set up and everything. And then we all eat dinner and I'm, you know, checking on him because he's laying on the couch again. And I say, hey, do you do you still want that oil capsule? He's like, yeah, I wanted it like two hours ago. (laughs) So 
Don't be a sidetrack Sally. Your stuff can be super distracting and it can hinder your productivity. Everybody always says, start your workday with a cleared off desk. That goes for everything. For me, I like to start my morning with a completely clear kitchen. So I take the time at night to clear my kitchen, to reset everything. I do a nightly reset of my house. I probably talked about that a little bit before. And I do that so I can wake up the next morning and be super productive, okay? So your clutter and your mess can definitely hinder your productivity. And so when you take care of the clutter, when you don't have all the extra that's distracting you, when you don't have the mess because of the clutter, then you could be so much more productive. Number seven, and the final one, is that it creates frustration for you. It creates frustration because you're getting frustrated with your family, for one thing, because you don't have the systems set up that is easy for them. I always say that when you are training your family and training your, especially your kids, training them to tidy up and to have better habits of putting things away, to start with what James Clear call James Clear calls the kindergarten method. What do they do in kindergarten? They completely label everything and they make it super, super simple. They don't put extra stuff in all these baskets and bins. They keep only a few things and they label the basket on the outside. So if you want your family to get on board and you don't want to get frustrated with them because they're not helping to tidy up after themselves, then you have to make your organization system simple and doable. Okay, simple and doable for not just you, but your entire family. Because if you're cleaning up clutter all of the time, you're going to get super frustrated. And there's a difference between cleaning your house and decluttering your house. And you can't properly clean your house if you're constantly having to shift things all over your house to be able to clean around the junk. You don't want to do that. So just have cleared off spaces and be okay with having bare spaces. Like I said, we moved in our home that we're currently living in. It's a 2,400 square foot farmhouse. And at first I felt overwhelmed that I had to completely fill up the house to make it cozy. Friends, if you follow me on Instagram, I have gotten so many comments from friends who follow me that say, I absolutely love your house. I love how cozy it feels. When my sister-in-law comes over to my house, she says, I love how cozy and comfortable this feels. It's because there's nothing that's telling you that you have to tend to it. Okay. Your house can feel cozy and, and not be cluttered. You can be cozy without the clutter. I should probably do an entire podcast on how to be cozy without the clutter. Would you like that kind of podcast? I'm sure you would. All right, so let me go back over the seven reasons why your clutter and your mess is causing you stress. And we need to just start clearing the clutter and decluttering so we can get rid of our stress, at least make it more manageable, decrease our stress. I mean, especially this time of the year with the holidays coming up and you know good and well, new things are going to be coming into your home. So go ahead and start decluttering now 
because you're foreseeing what's going to happen in the next couple of months. Now, I am going to talk about how to prevent all that clutter coming back into your house in the next couple of episodes, so stay tuned for that. But anyway, let's go over the seven reasons why your clutter and your mess is causing you stress. It's distracting you. You're getting so distracted by your mess, and because of that, It's also a time suck because you are constantly tending and shifting things all around your house instead of getting the stuff done that you actually need to get done. It's confusing you because you don't know where to put everything. It's creating extra and excessive stimuli and it's just overwhelming your mind all of the time. It's creating guilt for you because you look around at all the things that are telling you that they need attention and all the extra stuff that you bought and you feel bad for having it. You also feel bad for getting rid of it. Friend, let me just relieve you of that stress and that guilt. Just get rid of it. Just get rid of all of it. (laughs) All right. And um, number six is it hinders your productivity. You can't be productive in a cluttered environment. Nobody can work in those kind of conditions. Nobody can live in those kind of conditions. You want to feel productive. You want to feel like you've accomplished things. You don't want to feel like a mom who has ADHD. You probably don't. A lot of moms, because they have taken on so much when they've become adults, and their kids are requiring so much attention and their husbands are requiring attention and their dogs and their cats, and their chickens. If you're like me, you have all of the things requiring your attention and you feel pulled in every single di- different direction. It's hindering your productivity. You need to cut out the clutter. And the last one, it's creating frustration. It's creating frustration for you towards your family. It's creating frustration in yourself. You feel frustrated with yourself because you can't solve the problem that is hindering you from being more productive and just living a fuller and more peaceful life. You feel so frustrated that you can't fix your problem. Friend, just start with decluttering. See where that takes you. Start with one area first. And if you need help, I'm right here with you to do this with you. I have lots of resources for you. You can start with my free resources. You can start with listening to my podcast episodes. And then you can maybe go to my Instagram account. I share some tips over there. And if you need just that extra accountability, I can do one-on-one coaching with you. I have also have some awesome group workshops coming up that I'm going to launch and make available to everybody. I would love for you to be a part of that. Anything, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, you are worth it. You're worth it. And investing in yourself is something that will come back tenfold. Friends, the decluttered, the minim- more minimal lifestyle is so much more manageable. You're not even really managing it. You're just being able to live it more fully. Don't you want to focus on the things that matter most to you? Don't you want to look out the window where I am looking every evening as I'm cooking dinner or I'm doing something that, you know, instead of being able to go outside and play with my kids. No, you want to be able to have the time to do that. And it takes decluttering your life so you have things in order, so you can be on a better schedule, so you can get the things done and be more productive, so you can go outside and play with your kids, so you can sit down 
with your husband in, in front of the television and watch something together right after dinner because you create your systems and you create this lifestyle where everything just runs smoothly. Doesn't that sound amazing? Friend, I promise this can be for you. And I want this for you. I want this for you more than anything else. All right, friends, I'm going to let you go on that. Seven reasons why your clutter and your mess is causing you stress. And I hope this has motivated you. Hopefully your stress and your stress levels have motivated you to start taking action. I hope you will take action today. All right, friends, I'll see you later this week for another No Fluff Friday. Oh my goodness, I almost forgot. I want to remind you to go and grab my free Christmas gift guide. This is a three-tier guide to help you organize and plan who you're giving gifts to this Christmas season. It's gonna help you stay on budget, to not overspend, and not get overwhelmed with having to buy everyone gifts this season. So to grab the guide, go to habitsandhome.com slash 017. That's episode number 17, habitsandhome.com slash 017 to grab that guide.